Where do you see yourself in five years? We had five years left to science. The guy wept when he told us Earth was really dying. Cried so much that his face was wet. Then I knew he was not lying. I heard telephones, opera house, favorite melodies. I saw boys, toys, electric irons and TVs. My brain hurt like a warehouse. It had no room to spare. I had to cram so many things to get everything in them. So many people. All the short, fat people. What's up, blowies? Yep, that's what I'm calling you, my listeners from now on, blowies. All 36 of you who downloaded the last episode. And I didn't even download it once, so there might actually have been 36 people who listened to this about a month ago. I'm sorry for my uh, extended absence, but that's what happens when nothing happens in the world. I mean, a lot happens, but not in you know in life. Uh, very little happens in day-to-day life nowadays other than going to work, coming back from work, going to work, coming back from work. And what's going on? Uh, good to be here. I guess, uh, survived the tornado today in Jersey, just a typical 2020 day for you. Um, I just wanted to, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to publish, uh, post this, uh, recording or not. I just wanted to talk to myself for a little while because of something that happened not too long ago. Um, I, I went on LinkedIn and, uh, someone who... I've only met maybe 10 times ever, uh, but who has had an incredible amount of uh, influence on my on how my life went the last five years. Uh, he uh, posted that he was retiring, and this guy is someone who I first uh, met in, when I was in undergrad at Illinois, and he was a big recruiter for, for the company that I worked for for a while and he went to Illinois way back in in the 80s and he would come to campus and he loved recruiting people from Illinois and giving people opportunities to to join the nuclear industry and uh, I think I had seen him a few times but the first time I really talked to him was in the fall of 2015 that was my last semester and I didn't know exactly what I was going to do with my life after college. I knew I thought I wanted to go to graduate school, but I also thought I also knew that most likely I was going to have a free semester between finishing college and starting graduate school. And so I, uh, excuse me, he went to, he came to, to my university. He gave a talk 
uh, in, in, they call it an info session, I think, uh, talked about the company and their employee program. And I just asked, asked them, uh, hey, do you guys do any sort of like, you know, six month long internship or do you only have summer internships? And at first, uh, he said, no, it's usually just summer. And I was like a little bummed out because, you know, I knew I was going to have the summer and the spring semester free and available to to work. And that was a company I want, one, always wanted to uh, to get in touch with. And then, but the next day, I believe it was, uh, they had, they set up a booth at the career fair and I went and I introduced myself again and I talked to him for a little while and he said, let me take your resume and let me see what I can do for you. And so a couple weeks later, I think, uh, they scheduled interviews for a lot of the people that stopped by their career booth or their booth at the career fair. And uh, this guy, his name's Ed. He 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 called me for an interview, and it was really one of my. I think it was my first real job interview. I mean, I had I've had up to that point, I had had a couple other ones, but they were all for you know small college jobs. And so this was uh, my first job interview. I was kind of nervous. He said in the email uh, when he sends out since sent out the invitation, he, he said not to dress up, but I thought I it would be best to. So I showed up dressed up uh, in a suit, and he kind of told me I didn't have to do that. So started off in the wrong foot, kind of. But uh, I don't know. Uh, anyways, the reason I'm saying all this is because uh, in that interview, uh, he asked me a question that I th- probably should have known was coming. But at the time, it was like I said, it was my first job interview and I wasn't really prepared to answer that question to the best of my ability. And the question was the classic, where do you see yourself in five years? And if you've had a job interview, uh, most likely someone might have asked you that. And uh, and so at the time, you know, I, I didn't know how to properly answer that. And so I answered by giving him the answers that I thought he would want to hear, right? Because uh, I was trying to get a job. I figure, you know, if I say what they want to hear, they'll give me a job. And I don't know exactly word for word what I said, but I do remember some of the highlights. I do remember uh, I said that I wanted to go to graduate school and, and get a master's degree. I, I said I wanted to have some sort of international experience, and I said that five years from back then, I wanted to be in the nuclear industry, uh, getting uh, you know familiar with the industry, getting a job that allowed me to work with uh, nuclear waste, which has been my primary uh, point of interest uh, in nuclear engineering field since my freshman year. I said I wanted to be in a company that I could you know work with nuclear waste and and. Uh, and learn and be growing uh, as a career, have be you know, be growing as a professional. And you know, I figured that was kind of the things that he wanted to hear. And uh, so I said that. And turns out that five years later, almost, because uh, what I'm pretty much exactly where I th- I thought, well, exactly where I said I was going to be, right? 
after that 26 well i got the job so i guess it worked uh i worked at that company for you know the first half of 2016 but then in the fall of 2016 i went to graduate school and i I did that for like two years and then i in the spring of 2018 or the summer of 2018 i I got the job in, in vienna austria so i went to vienna and so i got my international experience i said i wanted to have and then almost a year ago i started working for the company i work now and uh they are the absolute leaders in uh, waste, nuclear waste management and uh, other types of uh, nuclear waste uh, services. And guess what? I'm not unhappy with where I am. I am. I feel somewhat proud of my accomplishments. But if I am ver- being very, very honest with myself, I am... Five years later, I am where I thought someone else wanted to hear that I were. Let me let me rephrase that. Five years ago, I told someone that I where I saw myself in five years, and and I gave them the answer that I thought they wanted to hear, and that came out to be pretty much spot on. But I didn't ask myself where I saw myself in five years, and I never really stopped and. And think thought about that, and then the other day he posted on on LinkedIn that he was retiring. Made me think of that interview. Made me think of that question, and made me think of where I am with my life right now, and uh, and the you know, and the, the reason I said he influenced my life in the last five years a lot is because you know that job, uh, with that job helped me get my my well helped me gra- get into graduate school I believe and from that job I uh, you know as a valuable experience I was able to get the, the job in Vienna and my current boss and my current job was my boss's boss at uh, that internship that I did and she hired me from knowing me from that internship so kind of indirectly uh this guy ed had a quite a big impact in my life in the last five years even though i've only met him maybe like i said 10 times or so but uh yeah so what i wanted to do today was just talk to myself and like i said i'm not sure i'm gonna publish this or post this but i just wanted to maybe i will just to to be held accountable even if it's just for myself but uh i just wanted to maybe throw it out there where i where i see myself in five years and who knows maybe hopefully uh it's spot on again probably won't be but uh i don't know i just i wish i i back then i would have spent more time looking at the things i would wanted to be doing rather than things i thought other people wanted to hear that i wanted to be doing and so here it is uh i made a little list uh most of this is probably unrealistic but also if i go back 10 years and i told you that i was going to be having a master's degree in nuclear engineering which led me to uh travel and live abroad for a year i would have said you're uh tiktoked you're crazy but that happened so i don't know uh let's see i made a little list let's go through it uh 
maybe I'll check back in five years and see where where things are at. Now these are mostly personal goals, not career really. Um, who knows what's going to happen in the world? But like I'm like if if you've listened to this podcast, you know that uh, since then and since this five years ago, I got involved into stand-up comedy. It really became my number one passion in life. It's really the thing I enjoy doing the most you know watching performing talking about it writing not writing so much but and uh since march uh performing opportunities because of corona have been few and far between but hopefully in the next well who knows six seven eight months um the world kind of gets better and we can get back to doing what we like and right now the only thing i can do is hope and pray that that's the case and so most of these are going to be assuming that comedy is a thing in the future so today is august 4th 2020 the worst year in the history of years that start with 20s uh five years from now i will be 32 years old it will be 2025 i will be 32 years old here's some of my goals here's where i see myself in five years uh are these realistic i don't know but like i said just throwing it out there and hopefully the universe aligns and this shit comes through or maybe better shit becomes uh, true Okay, here it goes. Uh, Five years from now, when I'm 32, I hope to either be doing comedy full-time or almost full-time. Now, I I know that's kind of ambitious. I know that's kind of ambitious, and I know that not a lot of 32-year-olds make a living or at least a comfortable living performing stand-up comedy full-time. But, hey, like I said, worst thing that can happen is it doesn't happen and... Uh, I can live with that. Uh, here's my other goals. Uh, by f- 2025, five years from now, I want to have recorded one stand-up comedy album in Vienna, Austria, at the Luster Bar. Uh, I had a, a, a tour of Europe planned for November of this year. I was going to perform in a bunch of countries and a bunch of cities with some of my friends that I made when the, during the time I lived there. And that all went to shit due to COVID. So fuck you, COVID. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully uh, my, my, my goal, what I think would be cool would be to do it in the first recording in November of uh, 2021. That would be my... November 14th of 2021 would be my five-year anniversary in comedy. So who knows? Uh, if a year from now, things will be kind of normal again and traveling will be doable. And if comedy will be a real thing still. But here's one of the goals. And also by 2025. So in five years, I want to have an album recorded in Vienna. And I want to have an album recorded in America. Where? I have no idea. Maybe Champaign, Illinois. Maybe Atlanta. Maybe somewhere else. I don't know. But I just put it out that in five years I want to have two albums out. 
another go. By the time I am 32 in 2025, I want to have performed in 35 states in America. And I know that's a little ambitious too, but so far I think I'm down to I'm up to uh, six. Let's see, Georgia, California, Illinois, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania. I think that's it. So I think I'm up to six. So I got 29 more to go. Um, I mean, there are a few that I aren't too far away that I could probably hit. As, well, if things were normal, I would would have done probably New York and Maryland and D.C. and Virginia by now. But uh, so until that happens, uh, I don't know, 29 more to go in five years. That's what about five, six per year. I think that's doable. Uh, another goal of mine, where I see myself in five years, I see myself being able to pay my rent off of comedy. Now, this is a little contradicting from the first goal, uh, which I said I wanted to be uh, doing comedy full time. But, you know, maybe this is enough. Maybe this is a good goal to set. Maybe I can pay my rent doing comedy and then have another job to pay the rest of the bills. By 2025, I want to have played in 15 different countries. I Let's see, I think I've done, I mean, for sure I've done Brazil, US, Slovakia, Czech Republic, Prague, Italy, Spain, uh, England. So I think I've done eight up to now. I was going to go back to most of those in November. I was going to do Austria. Uh, I was going to do Budapest, which I haven't done. So Hungary would have been ninth. I was going to do Czech Republic. I was going to do uh, Barcelona, which I've done already. But yeah, unfortunately, that's not going to happen this year. So maybe, I don't know, three per year in, uh, well, seven in the next five years. That's definitely doable, especially in Europe. Uh, so I don't know hopefully that, that happens um, another thing another go I see myself in five years I see blow the horn having 10,000 podcast listeners per episode that's a lot I think I don't think most podcasts get that but just you know can't, can't set the goals too low otherwise there's no um there's no reward in achieving them. So 10,000 listeners per episode. Uh, we're about 9,770 short right now. So, um, I have been procrastinating on this for a while, but I also have been thinking about different videos for YouTube. I want to start putting content on YouTube. And who knows if five years from now YouTube is going to be a thing or if there's going to be some other social media that takes over the video streaming platforms of the world. But here's my goal. By 2025, I want to have 100,000 YouTube subscribers. And the main reason I want that number is because I am vain and I want the little plaque that YouTube gives people to have 100,000 subscribers on their channel. So... That's one of the goals for 2025. I, last week, started a uh, satirical fake news website. It is called Skitsnack. 
Skit Snack News. Uh, I have done very little with it so far. I've only published one story and I haven't really made the website look nice. But uh, this was uh, inspired by uh, having conversation with my friend and we wanted to just give this uh, satirical writing a try. So I started this. I want to invest a little bit of time on this. Uh, I'm going to recruit some of my other comic friends to hopefully contribute and I don't know, I know this might be a little saturated, there's already The Onion, there's already Babylon B and other sites like that, but I don't know, it could be fun. So I'm going to be working on establishing that as a website and as a Facebook and Twitter page in the near future, and my goal is by 2025, again assuming the current social media is still relevant five years from now is to have a hundred thousand followers for that uh for that initiative for that enterprise i don't think it's an enterprise skitsnack news check it out skitsnack means bullshit in swedish by the way okay going back to stand-up comedy uh in 2025 i want to be a i want to be headlining at some capacity now, do I expect to be headlining all the, the major A-clubs around the country? Probably not. Not a lot of 32-year-olds do that. But I think by then I can probably be headlining some, um, you know, C, B rooms, some one-nighters here and there. So that's the goal. Another goal is uh, to have either been on TV or streaming service, you know, like a Netflix or Amazon. Again, assuming these are things five years from now. But yeah, I think um, not that I th- not that I not that I think that's a requirement for for a comedian to be a you know to be validated. But I do think it would be cool just to I don't know, man. I just think about where I came from, and and I think that'd be cool because I I remember the place I grew up in, and it was nice, but it was definitely. A different world and to see where I am now is is kind of unbelievable and but I do have bigger dreams so that's one of them being on TV for doing stand-up um, yeah that wrote I wrote down some more personal shit like be healthier that's important uh, yeah all this also assuming I'm alive in five years who knows I hope so but yeah, I want to wake up every day and not go, holy fucking shit. Uh, at least do if I do that, I, I want to do it in a, in a good, positive way. And let's see. Uh, I want to have visited 20 new countries by then. Hopefully I get to do stand-up in most of those. That'll be cool. But yeah, uh, so if I had to choose, if, if I had to tell myself, where do I see myself in five years and where I want to here is I want to be doing comedy most of the time and having fun and you know creating content and and making people laugh and and laughing with them because that's literally the best thing in the world so kind of short episode uh, we're at 23 minutes right now probably gonna play you guys a song to leave with uh, not, not much to talk about I just wanted to put this out there I don't know. 
maybe for accountability, maybe for just putting it out in the universe, maybe for maybe it's just a matter of saying things and then five years later to happen like it did last time. So if you listened and you want to make fun of my goals, feel free to hit me up and engage. That'll be cool. Uh, but anyways, I appreciate everyone who has listened. I'm sorry for the lack of uh, consistency on posting. Just there isn't anything happening that I find worth recording about. And I haven't really seen anybody other than one friend in the last month. And I did have a good time seeing that friend. And But unfortunately, these encounters with people I like are far and few between... So, if you're still listening, thank you. I hope you have not had the Rona yet. Matt, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking to. I hope you got better from the Rona, and ho- I hope your whole family did. I think I think I was told by our our three-time repeating re- uh, guest, Chris Stevenson, that you guys were doing fine, but I hope you are. Uh, I hope you all are staying safe. Uh, drink water. Take vitamin D. Um, that's it. That's that. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I'll go to. I'm. I'm going to Brazil because I'm crazy and I'm gonna go to uh, the one country that's arguably worse in the U.S. during the pandemic. And I'm gonna be going for in in September. And hopefully, I'll record a couple of episodes with my childhood friends. Uh, who knows? Maybe in English. Maybe in Portuguese probably drunk as fuck we'll see i'll be tuning in hopefully before then i'll check in again you guys have fun you guys stay hydrated stay safe stay cool stay free of that rona adios we'll meet again don't know where don't know when But I know we'll meet again some sunny day Keep smiling through just like you always do Till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away And will you please say hello to the folks that I know? Tell them that I won't be long. And they'll be happy to know that as you saw me go, I was singing this song. We'll meet again, don't know where. Don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day. Yeah, we'll meet again. I don't know where, and I don't know when, but I do know that we'll meet again some sunny day. So honey, keep on smiling through Just like you always do 
Till the blue skies drive the dark clouds far away And would you please say hello to all the folks that I know And tell them I won't be long They'll be happy to know that as you saw me go I was singing this song We'll meet again 